0: Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be waved. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Tennessee Tennessee win. Hottest by Tennessee, Joanne Chenix. Chenix makes the kill. 10, 1, 4, you men. Oh! We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. Oh Sir, you found a way, okay? All right, now, what I tell you, okay? All right, this decade is going to be the decade of the Vols. You got yes. Rid it. Riddit did to do, and welcome in the more important issues. It is Sunday. October eleventh. I'll say it. Fine, I'll say it. That intro really hurt today. It did hurt. It it stung a little bit. Um, I take it personal. Cause I'm a Vol fan. I saw a couple tweets last night where people were like, I don't I am I got to the point I don't take it personal anymore. It doesn't ruin my night. Well you're a better man than me. Yeah, especially like eight in a row you got used to winning. Yeah, I went I went home sad, cried in the shower, cried before I cried myself to sleep. I was like the vols are back. They're not. They're not no. back. I'm sorry. No, not back to the expectations that Tennessee fans and um, the Tennessee athletic director and hopefully the athletic department and I would assume Jeremy Pruitt and the coaching staff expects Tennessee to be at. Not quite back to where they should be. And, you know, good for Tennessee to go beat the people they should beat. You get a te- You get a, a little, hopefully an easier test this week to, to kind of uh, make sure you're where you think you are beating the teams you should beat, but man, that gap at Georgia is still just, I don't know where it's at, I'll be honest. It's obviously not close like everyone maybe thought it could be before going into this game, but I don't know where it's at. Yeah, I think we all, like, if we really looked into everything, we'd probably be like, yeah, they, there's still a gap. Now, There's I, definitely a gap. <laughs> yeah, and how how big was was that gap? People were hoping it wasn't as big as it was in the second half yesterday I don't think the talent gap is as big as the game made it seem to be I, I think we hurt ourselves you asked me so you asked me on thir- Wednesday mm-hmm. you asked me you said, what would you do if you look at this Georgia defense and you go there's not a there's not um, a weakness a weakness that's the word I'm looking for there's not a weakness to him what would you do? I said run the ball do what you do. you got to do. What you do best. And if they beat you, stand up and shake their hand and move on. And and, and a lot of people are going to go. Well, Caleb the try, and they rushed for negative one yard. No, they didn't. The sacks make it look like negative one yard. That's what makes it. Before that, I mean, but we ran the ball between Eric Gray and Ty Chandler. We ran the ball 16 times. Yep. You never gave it a chance. You never gave it a chance when when, when Eric Gray ran off tackle. They had trouble stopping him. Yeah, I think they like. If they see something's like not working, they tend to just go away from it and never go back to it. Absolutely, and and we'll we'll really get into it when we when we get into the the show <coughs> and, the, and the whooping that Landon so elegantly put it and that hurt when he sent that text message this morning. He said, "You want to talk about the whooping?" I was, I guess, guess yeah. we'll have to. Um, we're going to, and, and you know what? We'll try to make it as uh, fun as possible because I know we do. we're not here to bring you down. That's not it. Yeah, we're, we're, a lot of people say we're we're negative balls. I feel like we're. Do people think angry. we're negative balls? Yeah, I guess they do. We got that uh, accusation Wednesday. Yes, because we didn't pick Georgia. We picked Georgia to beat Tennessee. Right. Um, which <laughs> that's I, probably why Tennessee lost. Come yeah, on, man. It's, yeah. If you hadn't picked them, right? Yeah, you, not me. The, the one time I picked somebody right, they end up winning. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it. We did. We did get that accusation. You are right. I, I mean. I, I feel like we're a good mix. I I'm obviously too high on the balls in, in terms of what I thought Saturday could be. So Yep. I, I'll say it. I I'd, I expected. I thought the offense looked a lot better, and, and I said I said that I thought if JG, I thought he would take JG playing really good to to beat Georgia. But that was the assumption that everybody else would play good. Yeah, because he didn't play terrible. I mean, he he didn't play good. But he yeah. didn't play god off in the first half. You can't ask for anything. Oh no, to... no, that pass one one of the passes Josh Palmer looked <laughs> fantastic, but you gave Josh Palmer a chance. Yeah, he took advantage of it. The second one to him, phenomenal catch from Josh Palmer, but a phenomenal throw from JG. Breadbasket. absolutely. So yeah, in the first half he de- Which I mean, the offense didn't play fantastic, but they played pretty good in the first half. I, I unfortunately, you know, we we talked about it at halftime. We, we were like, man, we we did not play good, and, and you're up. Because you made the stands when it mattered, and that's big. And the offense scored when they needed to, and when they got short yardage situations, and or short field situations. And they made it count, but not a great first half, and you just were not able to fix it in the second half. Yep. In fact, it got worse. Right. <laughs> Georgia did a lot of fixing, and Tennessee did not. Yep. So. <sighs> We'll we'll talk we'll get into it. We that, are going to obviously talk about The score just makes me like want to throw up. The score is bad and it makes the defense look bad and and I'm not going to sit here and say the defense played lights out, but they, they played good. Yeah, that I, I think they played good enough to give you a chance to win. Yeah, absolutely. Um we'll we'll definitely get into that and we'll we'll get into uh, what the defense maybe could have done better and definitely what the offense could have done better. Uh, we're going to talk about the George game, talk about the good, the bad, the ugly from <laughs> it and, and some things that really really need to improve. Who impressed for us? Um, we're also going to do a college football recap. That's from all the games in college football. Got some high school highlights for you. <clears throat> and a familiar name in there this week. Not from East Tennessee. Uh, we've also got some questions. If you have any questions right now, if you didn't get them get them to us before the show started, drop them in the chat. I'm pulling up YouTube right now. I'm sure we've got a bunch of... Uh, Nice Georgia fans over here on YouTube. They're always super courteous. Um, and then uh, I've also got Twitter and Landon's got Facebook. If we don't get to your question right away, no big deal. We'll definitely get to it before the show's over. Uh, so stick with us and we'll, we'll answer those. Um, you ready to get going? Just about. Yeah. Check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. Blue Water Climate Control is going to give away 40 free furnaces in the months of October and November. So be sure to check them out um, and see how you can win those free furnaces. And any HVAC needs you might come in contact with, please go reach out to our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. Let's do it. Let's, Let's get it. into it. For, let, let me start with this. What's your first if you had to like summarize like what your reaction is what is it? Right now after the game. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. That's my initial reaction. Uh, I think about it a little bit more, and I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm displeased in the team as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think from top to bottom, I think you got outcoached. Uh, I think you got outplayed, and and I think, I think they didn't play a good first half, and then they fixed it in the second half. You didn't play a good first half. Sure, you're up, and that's awesome, but you didn't fix it in the second half. No, I, I think my thing is you got whooped. Yeah, I mean. And pretty much in the in the second half is where you really saw it. Um, like you said, they they fixed everything at halftime. But I think a lot of our mistakes were self inflicted. A lot of your mistakes were self inflicted. And so with this game, like. like st- stuff that you caused mm-hmm. you can fix I mean when you look at some of their even their <laughs> offensive drives so when they were even when they were doing some good offensive stuff you, you bailed them out let's start early in the game with DeAndre Johnson and that everyone should be able to recognize even Georgia fans that that should not have been an ejection when you but by the rule book it is mm-hmm. and you did something stupid and gave the ref a chance to throw you out it's unacceptable you yeah. made a mistake that was inexcusable and you got yourself thrown out and that was obviously a key <laughs> factor in the game. Yeah, just dumb, very dumb. You bailed them out. It would have been third and nine. Mm-hmm. They hadn't moved the ball before that at all, and then they go down and score a touchdown on that drive. Yep, you just headbutted them Um Yeah, a lot, a lot of self inflicted wounds that I think you could fix. But I think you look at it today and you move on. In Kentucky, I mean, that's you watch film. You know what you got to fix. Go fix it. I think there's the game Saturday showed there's a huge gap. With Alabama, Georgia, and I think it's kind of everybody else in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Uh, I I, I I think you can probably lump Tennessee, Texas A&M, and Auburn. Maybe Florida's a little bit ahead of those three teams. I I think Florida is just because of the offense. I know they lost Mm -hmm. A&M last week, and and I think A&M played – or last week, this week. I know A&M played a pretty good game Mm -hmm. if you got to watch it. Um, But they, I mean, they they also – nobody looked clean. You knew Florida's defense looked bad in week one. Um, look, not great in week two, especially the first half of week two against South Carolina, and then this week. I mean, a And M's not a And M's not South Carolina, and they're not Ole Miss. It's, I mean, their offensive firepower isn't even Ole Miss, but they they made Florida's defense not look great, right? So I I, I knew they weren't going to be Florida wasn't going to be a top tier team because of that. Um, but yeah, they're they're probably it's probably Georgia. You mentioned Georgia and Alabama and that second tier. Florida's probably alone I think right now because Auburn should have lost Arkansas yeah um and then yeah I, I agree with you that you could probably lump Tennessee thankfully probably is in there with Auburn A&M maybe at the bottom of that group but they're probably in that group yeah I think you still you still have a really really good chance of splitting that game those games I think you like besides maybe Alabama I think every game on your schedule is winnable I like to think so too if you're if your offense doesn't take advantage of and I realize again, you look at it, you go, all right. Georgia's defense is probably the best defense in the nation. Yeah, you'll you'll never play another defense like that. Right, but Florida's definitely going to be talented. Oh yeah. Now maybe some coaching problems, but they're definitely going to be talented. So if your offense can't manage to produce, Florida's offense is going to produce plenty, even against you know Tennessee's defense looking good at times, pretty good the mm-hmm. whole game yeah. um, yesterday. But they're still going to score. They they look. <clears throat> I, I told you they might be one of the best offenses in the country. I mean, I mean, and you're talking about the SEC where Alabama scores 63 points last night. Um, uh, Ole Miss scores a lot, and then you've got A and M in that group. Obviously, they kept pace with Florida, and then the good Mississippi State. I mean, it takes it's hard to score two points in a game. That's a, only the best coaches in the country can do that. <laughs> right. So let's start with the problem. What was the problem last night? Uh, the problem. I, I think, man, I, I know a bunch of people don't want to throw it on the offensive coaching staff, but it's got to be right. You. – Ask anybody in the country that's watched Tennessee play this year. What's the strong suit of their game? Running or passing? Running. And we threw 36 times, ran the ball with our running back 16 times, and then you had that one to Jalen Hyatt 17. You abandon it and you're you're inviting this pass rush that's one of the best in the nation in. And and then we talk about every everybody talks about what gets JG comfortable, what gets JG comfortable. What we'll gets the offensive line comfortable? Because everybody needs confidence. Yeah. So would you rather if you're an <laughs> offensive lineman, or if you're a normal human being who's never even played mm. the sport, let's just imagine for a second, would you rather drop back in a, in a, and try to defend someone running at you, mm. or would you rather go be told who to run at, go run at someone and hit them as hard as you can? What's easier to do? And we just uh, abandon it and, and never gave him a chance. And you're going to go, yeah, but you're down. But you weren't going to catch up passing. No, you are just going three and out. Is pretty much all you are doing, and putting your defense back on the field. Yeah, and then um, we throw on that third and one. That was abysmal. Yeah, got to try it. Got to at least try it. I mean, because you probably go for it on fourth down anyway. You probably do, and and, and Jerry Pruitt talks about you know playing scared and, and coaching. You know, if you coach scared, you play scared. I think we coached scared yesterday, and I think that rolled over into playing a little scared. Yeah, I I think we were definitely. Overmatched. Um, Mm. I think our 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 offensive line. I don't. They didn't play good yesterday. I think they still are a really good unit. I think they're. I think you'll find out how good Georgia's defensive line is when they dominate Kentucky's defensive line next week. Right, but that that was the difference in the game. Uh, Georgia's defensive line and our defensive line. We just we've said it before. We just don't have those erasers like Georgia does, and they got them all over that defense. Oh, that you you really. I mean, people have been hyping that defense up all year. How great they are! How great they are! I mean, you really found – Tennessee made them look really good. Oh, yeah. They they didn't challenge them enough, I didn't think. Our, our play calling wasn't good. We kept throwing it behind the line of scrimmage. Yes, which is – and you throw it to the short side – that's my – I believe that was Tennessee's first offensive drive. Second and nine, second and ten. You throw it to the short side of the field in a tight set. What the hell kind of screen pass is that? Yep. Why are you not spreading the field on a screen pass? You're talking about these some of the fastest linebackers, some of the fastest ends in the nation, and you just you made it easy on them. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And then where's the? And I know I'm not I know I'm not the perfect play caller. I know Chaney knows more than me, but whatever, say that's it. yeah, fine. But you, you never even try to spread them out. You never made them respect outside the tackles in terms of run game. You let there you let them play Z in, in, you know in a man coverage all all game. Where was Valus Jones on the on the jet sweep? You ran it one time with Jalen Hyatt. Sure, it got three yards. Well, I mean, it got three yards. Yeah, three that was more me. than you and averaging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I, w- I was not pleased with the play calling at all. I thought it could have been a lot better. I thought you made it hard on your entire team. You talked about three and out. You kept your defense on the field. That is not a formula to win football games. Yep. And it, it's frustrating to watch because, like, you had that good offensive line. You had a freaking TVA hype video before the game. Um and that looks stupid now. Um, yeah. but they got whooped in the run game. They couldn't couldn't get holes. Running backs couldn't break a tackle. Nope. Um, we couldn't the, pass protect. They couldn't block. The yeah, the, they couldn't pick up a blitz. Um, the quarterback, a fifth year senior, can't hold on to the ball. Um, throwing off his back foot for an interception to try to force something in, into pressure yeah. off his back foot into pressure. Bad. And the receivers didn't get any separation. So your, your offense didn't do absolutely anything yesterday. No, it, was, it was terrible to watch. It was bad to watch. And I know a lot of people want to go, well, it's the offensive line's fault. We can't blame it on JG. But, yeah, the offensive line didn't play great. But you've, you've <laughs> got to look at what JG to, could have done to mitigate it. I mean, his two strip sacks, he takes a three-step drop and doesn't move. You know pressure's coming. You've got your, your fifth-year senior. Mm-hmm. You've got to be better than that. You, you have to be. Yeah. Um. You didn't do your offensive line any favors. Certainly, it was just not a good game from anyone on the offense, top to top to bottom. I, I think when you lose like that, it's hard to blame it on any one position group. Um. You can you you got to point to all eleven on the field, and it's easy to do that. Yeah, hundred percent. They all made their they all made their mistakes, and they made them pretty glaring. The only group that played pretty good, I think, is the receivers. And and even they, them Josh Palmer. Palmer. <laughs> Josh, okay. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. only guy that played pretty good was Josh Palmer. Right. Yeah. You're um, right. I just give more kind of blame to the offensive line just because, it like... It starts up front. Yeah, and there was... Like, you have a ton of talent up there. You like, do. there's no excuse why that defensive line just manhandled you yesterday. No, no, there's certainly not, but... I, and you know what you get out of JG. You don't have a great quarterback. Yeah. I understand that. He deserves some blame for not being able to hold on to the ball, but that offensive line has to be better. Yeah, well, absolutely. They, they do, and um, you... you, you they are better. They obviously. are better. <laughs> yeah, It starts up front, and the... The offense also got 13 points scored on them. They had the two strip sacks that the defense actually holds them. One of the draw or one of the drives when they got the ball, they uh, Georgia only had negative one yards and they had to kick a field goal. Mm -hmm. So they were responsible for 13 points. Yeah. So that's 31. So 31-21 would have been your final had your offense Held held on to the ball. Those are directly those those 13 points are directly off turnovers. Yeah, I think it was on our own. 15 is where we fumbled once. And our own 35 in our defense caused three and outs, and they had to kick a field goal. Yeah. So that's that's 13 direct points that you can point to the offense and say you caused. And, and I realize Georgia maybe scores um, if you punt the ball there, but you're not gifting them those points. Right. You're not gifting them. So who knows? You didn't give yourself a chance. Tennessee's offense, you point – So I mean, if we're going to point to who – you know, the, the good – defense was the good. The bad was the offensive line. The ugly was – sorry, the bad was the offense – as a whole, the ugly was the offensive line. Oh, so we already getting to that? I don't know. I just thought it was a good time to state it because we're kind of hitting on those points where really, okay. the defense played pretty good. So that, that's my good, bad, ugly. You may, you may go more specific than me. Um, I, want a, I want a little bit more specific. And that's and that's fine. I'm I'm, I'm sure it was easy too. uh I wasn't going to – I don't know. I, I just think – There's a lot of bad and a lot of ugly. <laughs> there's a lot of bad and a lot of ugly. There's not a lot of good. Because, I, I mean, even the defense, you, you know, you have Trevion Flowers drops that pick in the end zone. Was that – Yep. Trevion, drops that pick in the end zone. That's that's a. I think they scored on that drop. Yep, they scored. Um, I mean, you, you did have. And then, yeah, we got to look at getting unlucky. I, I don't remember who it might have been. Uh, Jalen McCullough makes that strip, and it just hits an offensive lineman in the freaking crotch. And yep. it's like. But, I mean, those are the breaks that, you know, you sometimes don't get. You got to play, and you just got to keep playing through them. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Yep. I mean, the, the second half, like, that defense was just gassed. Yeah. And they should have been. And I don't think they have a ton of depth just to throw people in and out, kind of like Georgia does. Um, so not in the not in the front. I mean, maybe in your defensive line, but you know the drop off after your first four right. defensive line. And, and again, there you don't have erasers, and you definitely don't have that running back or mm-hmm. at linebackers. But I thought I thought they held their own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the defensive line, which was thought to be probably the biggest struggle. Now they're not able to get a ton of pressure. Um, that's why we're having to bring Schamberger and Elante Taylor and guys like that, because we just don't have guys that can get to the football, and your best guy gets thrown out in like the first
1: yeah, five minutes. And
0: and my biggest knock on the on the defense if we're gonna if we're gonna pick on him, and I think it's fair too. You, you lost forty four to twenty-one. You st- you gotta cover over the middle. You made it easy on him. Your um, linebackers are struggling in coverage. Struggling to cover and, and we're we're trying to force these guys we, we were taken away outside. Jeremy Banks gets caught twice where he's on the dude's outside shoulder and cuts in and he's beat. Yep. That can't happen. You have a touchdown to Jackson that it's over the middle. Three guys could have made the play mm-hmm. if they were in, in a little bit better position. That's inexcusable. Yep. Because, I mean, that's that's where everybody that we play, that's that's where they're going to look at and be like, oh, we can – this defense is good, but we can attack them. That's our weakness. Especially with how court. much Tennessee blitzes. Right. And that's one thing. You and if look- you're not able to get home that, that middle of the field – which is already pretty wide, based on what we can cover and what we can't. Yeah, it gets a lot wider when a quarterback's just sitting there forever to throw. And that's also, you know, one thing Tennessee could have done better offensively. Georgia, they—they're, I mean, Kirby Smart and Jerry Pruitt are. There's a reason Nick Saban liked them. They—they mm-hmm. they, they are blitz happy. Yeah, and Georgia brought the blitz. They're very creative, but when they blitz, what's open? The middle, and we did not attack the middle. Well, and and they did bring blitzes, but they're able to get pressure with four guys. They are, and that's yeah. something Tennessee cannot do. No, very, very rarely, especially when DeAndre Johnson left the game. Yep, yep, yep. Just couldn't get home with four guys. And that's that's the difference in the game, the defensive lines. I mean, our defensive line held their own in the run game, and they got a couple sacks at times. Um, but for the most part, they just – they weren't to the level Georgia was, not even close. Right. And, again, I'm going to pick on the defense because they didn't play – especially in the first half, they did not play fantastic. You, you DeAndre Johnson bails them out of a, a third and – Nine, I think and then Alante Taylor bails him out of a, a third and sorry third and six I believe for DeAndre Johnson third and nine would have been third and nine. Alante Taylor commits that P.I. now in the grand scheme of things you that's a good P.I. because it's a 40 yard catch if he makes it but why is he that open make the play yeah <laughs> yeah you at the, in the end of the day you probably did the right thing to get that penalty you take the 15 instead of the, the 40 maybe touchdown but what, what were you doing before that what what mistake led to that that can't happen. It ended up being a 95-yard touchdown drive because of that PI. Right. And then obviously we know DeAndre Johnson's penalty led to a touchdown as well. Yep. So two big glaring mistakes that are made that lead directly to touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like and I'm sure the I'm sure those weren't the only mistakes on that drive. Right. Those are the the big ones. And then like you have two stops on fourth down. You know, one right before the half that that was huge. That was huge to to stay in the game because if you don't, they go down and score on both of those drives. Yep. Like it's. It's out of hand quick mm-hmm. because right. your your offense was basically non existent. And then you fumble out the half. Yeah. So they, I mean, they would have gotten a ton of free points had you not make that, that fourth down and stop. And the JG, half. you can't ask a better first half from him. 11 for 13, 124 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Like he, played good in the, he played great in the first half. Yeah. The offensive line played pretty good. Yeah, they had some mistakes, but but the, the, they good. didn't they didn't let him get to JG, but they were just they just they, whatever they, adjustments were made at halftime for Georgia just whooped Tennessee. Yeah. They they definitely got outcoached, outclassed in the in the second half. Yeah. But you can't play winning football when you're giving them extra opportunities, like you mentioned the penalties. We had 10 penalties for 84 yards. Yeah. And they came at crucial times. It wasn't just like a five-yard penalty here, a five-yard penalty there. And you can't have five-yard penalties when our offense can't even move the football in That's another thing the offensive line did not do great. I mean, how many false starts are in those ten penalties? Yeah, probably two or three. Bad. And and I think one of them's on Kennedy. Because it looked like J.G. was ready for the ball. Yeah, he moved the the ball. So, two of them are on Kennedy. Because there's one play that the entire offensive line moves. J.G. kind of looks like he's expecting the ball. And Kennedy doesn't snap the ball. So, two are probably on our center. That's inexcusable. Yep. What you got for... So, you said the good was defensive line. The, the good for me was was tennessee's first half you didn't play great okay. but you're, you're winning you, you you found a way yeah we yeah. heard that in the, in the intro you found a way you're you're finding a way to to be ahead at the half you you won a half yeah you did and you you found a way to stop them on fourth and goal from the inch yard line and then the second half you just came out flat and you can't fumble on that drive. No, you can't. You give it to them at the 15 and, and you can't expect your defense just to like, no. because your defense, they're missing opportunities too. And, and we're and, dro- dropping picks. That's three drop picks that we've had in the past two weeks. And you mentioned the depth. That's not good. Like you yeah. can't force you can't. your defense into those situations. Yeah. Three and outs. Um, just killed us. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. Kill, killed your defense. The bad or another good for me is Josh Palmer. Yeah, he looked phenomenal. He's he's come into his to his own, and it kind of makes that we expected more. It kind of makes me sick to think like the talent we had at receiver last year, and we just like, we still lost those two first games. Yeah, Josh Palmer should have been even even in the games you won. Josh Palmer probably could have been a bigger piece of your offense. Oh yeah, hundred percent should have been. I say could have, should have been. Yep, I agree with that. Um, yeah, he. he, I mean, he's looking like an NFL top receiver where. Last year, he was our third option. Yeah. And, and I love Jawan Jennings. I, I love um, Marcus Callaway, but probably should have been higher. We actually, when we went through, we flipped and talked about um, uh, the, I think we did leading reception, leading yardage. What was the other one? Because you picked Josh Palmer for one of them. I think it was touchdowns. Was it the touchdowns? touchdowns? maybe? Yeah. The touchdowns might have been Callaway, and you might have picked uh, Palmer to lead in yardage. Okay. Because I know we talked about, uh, I know at least for Jawan Jennings, we talked about he's going to get a lot of short yardage situations, um, for uh, like slants and things like yeah, that. Yeah, he, you know, when when you need yards, you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, quick third down, second down, you're going to Jawan Jennings. Um, but what you talked, I think you said Palmer was probably the most talented, and he was probably going to be able to rack up the most yardage. They just didn't use him enough, right? And I think we talked about Callaway being able to be a touchdown deep, a uh, red zone threat. I would assume is what we were talking about. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe he was touchdowns and, yeah, maybe Palmer's yards. Um, the bad for me, penalties, just way too many penalties against, you know, a top five opponent. You just yep. can't have those dumb penalties, yeah. drop picks, just opportunities missed. Yeah, Austin Stiles said we will be all right. Yeah. Um, Georgia is the number three team for a reason. I don't see anyone beating them. Yeah, I mean I I'm, I'm not I don't think it's the end of the world by any means. No, it, but and, but you mentioned all those things. The no penalties, you can't have the drop picks, you can't make those little mistakes. You're never gonna be the beat a top three team, top five team. You I think you just said that if you make those mistakes. And the goal is to go in and beat them. If they're number one, if they're number three, if they're number eighty five, number one hundred and thirty five. Your goal is to go in and beat them, and then that's the that's the thing is if you want to be in those games and give yourself a chance to win, you can't can't make those mistakes. You certainly don't you know kill the season at the sight of losing to Georgia because they're really good. Yeah, but it, it those mistakes can't happen if you want to be in those games. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. So I, I agree. Yeah, Austin, it's not the end of the world. Hundred percent. I agree with that. I, I still think Tennessee is a good football team. Yeah, absolutely. But you good you, you can't kill yourself. Yeah. And expect a, a different result. Yeah, Make, but make the other it, team beat you. You've you proven South Carolina, Missouri, that you can win games pretty soundly and not turn the football over, not have a ton of penalties. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you are in a good position to win games because you have the talent. Yeah, if you commit eight sure. penalties against South Carolina, you only won that game by three. That's a loss. Yeah. More than likely. It. Yep. Yeah. Um, The ugly for me is the negative one rushing yards just – Especially after the hype video, you just can't <laughs> which, you can't do that. Which let's be fair, a lot of that came from sack yardage and I you know, we can argue that. Still about stats. it was like what, forty five yards on like 26 six. Twenty something carries. 30, 39 yards. Thirty nine yards. I think it depends on what J G had. Thirty nine yards are from our run game. Yeah. So yeah, it's not it was not good. Right. It, but again, I think you point at the thirty six attempts passing and the the um you had twenty seven rushing. That's not really correct. You had sixteen between your backs. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Nope. And getting good. outscored 44 to nothing by Georgia in the second half in the last two games. Yikes. Just can't happen. No. Yikes. And expe- like expect to get competitive in that series. If you can't score in the second half, you're not going to win. Nope. Nope. And then 0 um, 34 against top 10 opponents. God dang it. Something had to give. That's ugly. <laughs> ugly. Yeah, you're right. Um. So where do we go, or, or do you want to talk about anything else? Just- um. No. I mean, let's let's get a little more positive because I like Austin's comment. He's right. This isn't the end of the world. So I like that. Um. It's not the yeah. end of the world. You put you played you play, you play, play next week. You play Kentucky next week. You know if <laughs> they're Cle- not Georgia. Yeah. If Clemson wasn't in the ACC and had to play an SEC schedule, you'd probably be number two. <laughs> right, Clemson looks good. Uh, still have questions about their defense. Um. Yeah, man. I. There, there's definitely some some things to take away. Your defense looked good, yeah. Your defense looked good. Um, I mean, I think, I think everyone expected that to kind of be a. Besides your offensive line, you expected to kind of rely on your defense a little bit this year. You got you got experience there. Uh, I know your uh, your your signal caller and and the guy that's kind of your leader is just a sophomore, but I mean he has the makings of an all American. Oh yeah. 100%. Uh, so I mean, so, in in the reality of this game is like. On George's defense, they have a ton of guys with that type of talent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we have one, maybe two, maybe two, maybe maybe. But even that, the the second guy I'm probably alluding, uh, maybe three. One of the guys I'm alluding to though got ejected in the first quarter, six minutes into the yep. game. So, yeah, it's it's it definitely makes it tougher. Um, so I mean, there's definitely a lot of positives. You you I think you use that defense to to you rely on them a lot and. Alabama has a phenomenal offense. Well, that's good that your defense is probably your strength this year. Then if you're looking at a team like that, um, I think the offense, hopefully maybe this is a kind of come to Jesus moment. And you know that you cannot go away from that running game, especially as early as you did. Uh, maybe it's kind of a wake up call. Like, uh, you know what? JG is not the, the worst thing to happen, but he can't be relied on to go win you a ball game. And we've been saying that the whole time. I think everybody knows that. Um, but he's, he's not going to go win you a ball game like Georgia. Can he maybe win you South Carolina? Maybe. Can you maybe beat Kentucky for you? Maybe. But he'll those probably beat games, Missouri. <laughs> he'll probably beat Missouri, but those kind of games he just doesn't have the ability to go win no. for you. Um, so just, so you definitely got to figure out something for that because we talk about – it's good. Again, I, I said at the beginning of the show, it's good Tennessee's beating the Missouris, the South Carolinas, the Kentuckys, the Vanderbilts, hopefully. I mean, we've only – don't have a, you don't have a winning streak against them, but hopefully you start one this year. Um it's good Tennessee's beating those teams. But if you want Tennessee to be back, if you want to be want it to be this premier program that it was in the 90s and, and early 2000s, you've got to have a chance to beat those teams. You can't just go, well, you know, clock it all, you know, who mark down Georgia, Alabama, and Florida as a loss and try to win the other seven or try to win in a normal year, win the other five. No, that cannot be the answer. You've got to find ways to win and be in this game. So as much hope as I have for the rest of this season – I'd like to have hope for October 24th. I'd like to have hope for December 1st or whatever day it is. December 5th. Fifth. Yep. I'd like to have hope for those games because I have hope for the rest of them. I think Tennessee's got I think Tennessee's in an okay spot, but I'd like to have hope for these big games. Yeah, those those are the three games that Jeremy Pruitt mentioned that he was going to be judged on yeah. when he took the job. Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. And so far, I think he's 0 7. Yeah, and you sure? don't want to go into the boss's office right now. Right. Yeah, I mean that and i understand like you came into a terrible program yeah. and and you've you've seen a ton of improvement with this team like you said you've beaten the teams that you should have beat mm. um but we, you got to find a way you got to find a way to be in these games cuz if you lose that game if tennessee loses that game 31 to 21 you feel better about where you're at if tennessee loses that game 31 to 28 31 to 30 you're walking away feeling really good about where tennessee's at but even when you go the defense only had 31 points scored on them that still is a, you know that, your offense didn't do much help for you. No. Because we're also talking about one of your touchdowns being a snap over Stetson Bennett's head. Right. Which you know defense had to make the play. They they forced well, they a kinda play. They kind of gave it to you. <laughs> yeah, but you got gifted seven points. Yep. And you weren't able to take advantage. I mean, what of that. a perfect start for the game for Tennessee. <laughs> yes. And then to to lose the way they did, it was just depressing. It was. It was very depressing. Um, Oh, And another positive, I thought we spread the ball around. That was nice. I liked us getting the ball more to Eric Gray in the passing game. You did see – you saw a tight end. Two tight ends catch the ball. Two tight ends catch the ball. Um, Brandon Johnson had a couple catches. And, obviously, Josh Palmer looked great. Uh, Would like to see Jalen – I still want to see some more Jalen Hyatt. Big Jalen Hyatt guy. I want to see him get involved, especially when they're a man. I want to see you get the ball him more. Yeah. And Tennessee's – they, uh, Pruitt mentioned they're going to have a scrimmage on Sunday today. Um, with the ones involved, with the guys who didn't play at time. I was about to say, oh, God, man. Because you, you just haven't really weekend. had enough guys to be able to scrimmage. Yeah. Um, so we kind of did this in college. We did it on Mondays. So it was guys who didn't play that much would play. It was called Monday Bowl. Um, would basically scrimmage. And that was like, if you didn't get to see a ton of them on, because coaches like, you can say what you want, but they really only pay attention to the first and second team. Anything after that, they're just like, oh, okay, yeah. Unless a guy, unless a guy in there. just makes a couple incredible plays on scout team right. you are not getting their attention. Right. So, I mean, th- this is a way to, to see some of those games. Or if you really suck on scout team. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way you're getting the coach's attention if you're right. not in that first group. Right. Um. So, I mean, find, a, find out what some of these young guys yeah. can do. I mean, hey. we haven't seen it. – we've seen Jalen Hyatt because I think he was just a difference maker. Maker from the start of camp, mm-hmm. but guys who've missed some, I don't feel like we've seen. I mean, you haven't seen Holiday really. Callaway, Wideman, I mean, none of those guys. And right. those guys have speed and when you're playing press man, that's the best thing you can have is right. speed. And with and, and flipping to the defensive side of the ball, some guys you didn't meet, you did get to see more of Joseph a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I thought speed. he I think he stood out. Yeah, I thought he I mean for what he was kind of thrown into after DeAndre Johnson was yeah. thrown out because then you're relying on Tyler Barron, who's another freshman. He's seen a little bit more of the field this year. But yeah, you you definitely um th- your freshmen are probably some of your better players when you look at the talent, they raw talent they had. When mm-hmm. you just look at the rankings, um, so, and you can say recruiting rankings don't matter, but the talent gap between Georgia and Tennessee is evident. And Georgia's had the number one recruiting class the last two years. Yep. So and that builds depth too. Yep. Yep. And I'm not. I mean, obviously, recruiting rankings don't win you the game. You still got to play it, <coughs> but um, it's a factor. Definitely helps. It's a factor. Yeah. It's I mean, a factor. I don't know how much. And, and to that's say how you. Biggest, that's but, like when you're talking about. The trenches, that's where trenches start is recruiting. Yeah. You got to find erasers on defense um, and got to have the the big uglies <laughs> up front. Um, Anything else for like I – mean, I, I, What else has to improve? Offense play con. Okay. It's been not great since Jerry Pruitt's been here. You blamed it a lot on Tyson Helton. Um, you've seen flashes of it. You've seen some games of it. I thought South Carolina and Missouri were pretty well called, outside of a couple of plays, a couple yeah. of drives, but overall pretty well called. Um, you were perfect on fourth down. So, you know, figure out what works for you on fourth down. I'll give you a hint. You do it on third down. It's called <laughs> keeping the ball on the ground. Yep. Um. Yeah. I, I just think I think maybe we tried to overdo it. Um, and a lot of people may think we tried to underdo it. Uh, you know, I've, I've talked to some people who didn't think we. Maybe put enough window dressing on it. And I can I can respect that, but also think that offensive line's really good. And I thought you put them in a really bad situation. If you had a defensive line like that, tee off on you all game, they're gonna take advantage. Oh yeah, um, and I, mean, I think you didn't give them anything to really respect. No, you didn't do a ton of like running back screens. To try to, like, oh, least, they're, they're pinning their ears back coming at me. That's how you stop that. It's a good point, too. If you're or going to slants screen. right behind some, yeah. some blitzes. Oh, he definitely did not take advantage of, the, of those blitzes that and were made. Where's Velas Jones? Yeah. Where's, like. A couple jet sweeps to him, you're at least making those edge rushers respect it. Yeah. You're at least making those defensive backs respect it. And you just didn't do it enough. I, I'd like to and see. And he, he's got speed. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if, if that's what you're worried about, just freshmen, just not knowing really what you have in them, you got Velas. He's a guy that's played a lot of college football. Yep, yep, Uh, yeah. So I think the offensive play calling's got improved from this week. The good, the the good news is I think it was good in in the first two weeks. So I don't, again, uh, kind of going back to what Austin said. I don't think it's the end of the world. Yeah. Also, like, I want to go back to the defense just to point out a positive. Yeah, let's let's get happy with it. You're uh, the playmaker for Georgia. The guy that you wanted to look out for, he didn't really do a whole lot. No. George Pickens had two receptions for 14 yards and a 15-yard penalty because he wanted to squirt J.G. when he went on silent. What a punk. Yeah. Well, I, I, Kirby Smart even kind of alluded to that, too. Just oh, yeah. Immature. And and maybe, I don't know how much. I know he held Bryce Thompson on Stetson Bennett's touchdown. Um, but Block blocking the back, but yeah. Right. I, I don't know how much. Was he in the doghouse for that? Maybe, maybe yeah. You definitely did not. Which it, we did shut about. him down. Yeah, we didn't talk a lot about Karius Jackson, and, and he took advantage of it. He's had a big year. I think yeah. he's he after that game. I believe he's the leading receiver in the SEC. No, because I'm sure somebody from Alabama had a in 63 points. I'm sure somebody had an insane game. So right. But Karius Jackson is probably Georgia's best receiver right now, just because I mean and I'm sure teams are keying in a little bit more on George Pickens that helps him, but he's probably your best option. He's been the most consistent this year. I think Bryce Thompson did a really good job on him. Um, yeah, if Bryce Thompson played well. He didn't try to punch a guy, you idiots. Um, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean that. I just got carried away. I idiots. mean, what what's the difference in somebody coming in the pile and punching the ball well, he like was... forward, or is somebody coming from behind somebody and trying to punch it out from the? So that's the thing is when he came in, he came in and punched up. He didn't like come in throwing haymakers. No. <laughs> so, and um... what kind of moron tries to punch somebody on a helmet anyway? Yeah, I mean, if that was his intent, he's dumb. Yeah, and it, that wasn't his intent. No, he—I don't think he even touched the guy. No. Also, it, it wasn't even near the dude's helmet. I don't know how. I don't know how intelligent Bryce Thompson is. Hopefully, he's intelligent, but I hope he'd also know that that's probably breaking your hand and not hurting the guy in the helmet at all. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Um. That wasn't a punch. It was. I thought um, for the ball. I mean, think about the Tommy in the game. <laughs> Yeah, while like they Tennessee was trying everything they could to get the ball back. Yeah, I and mean, the, the officials weren't doing you any favors. And, and if the if the official guys, the officials would have called him for that, right? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hidden, it wasn't something that happened in the pile that only the slow mo yeah. camera got, right? If they thought he was swinging, you don't think they're gonna throw that ejection. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! That's oh yeah, they were just handing They were waiting for somebody to do, to do something stupid for Tennessee. I'm They're, actually they, shocked. They do it to anybody. I'm actually shocked that they flagged George Pickens. I'm surprised too because nobody. Re- I, I'm not surprised necessarily because I think the officiating was skewed towards Georgia. That, that's not what I mean. Because nobody reacted. Like JG, I think just kind of went like that, and nobody from Tennessee saw it. Like it's probably people, a good thing because it probably would have. It been, would have been a fight, yeah. so it was good that no one saw it. But I think someone tweeted they're like, "If that happened in the nineties, Tennessee's DBs would have made him pay for it, the cheap shot." I'm like, I don't know if anybody saw it. I, I didn't. see and it We can't be just giving them more yards, <laughs> exactly. But I didn't see it in real time. I don't think really anybody we were watching was saw it in real time. That's somebody. If you're if you're whooping them, then yeah, maybe you can do some kind of retaliation where 15 yards doesn't kill you. Yeah, but.
1: Take it ain't worth an
0: ejection. No, take that free fifteen. I don't, I don't think they were ejecting back in the nineties either. So yeah, not not as much as they are now. No, not as much as they are now. Um, Matt Davis, I uh, disagree. Tried to punch the guy. Clearly, uh, no, he didn't. No, I'm sorry. I A guy doesn't that. swing and try to like. He was swinging, hit him in the chest. He came in and swung, swung, swung up. Who punches like that besides four year olds? See, I thought he's. I thought he swung down. I don't. I think he was diving in and came in and like. I mean, it would have been a Superman punch had he done it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't even near the dude's face. It, it was obviously directly toward the ball. So, Again, I go back to the point, if the, the officials thought it was malicious, you really don't believe they would have taken the opportunity to throw that flag and eject him. Right. Really? I don't know. Whatever. Also, Henry- now, here's, here's the fact of the matter. If he was swinging, he would have been ejected. So... I get to say I'm right because he wasn't ejected. <laughs> is, is Henry – who's Henry the best linebacker at Tennessee since what? Since who? Hmm. I mean, those have been a lot of good linebackers. Those fourth I, I, and – and, uh, short, fourth and – there was fourth and goal, and then there was a, a fourth and one that he just stuffed because he jumps over the pile. Yeah. I don't – I, I've seen a lot of people say Gerard Mayo. That just feels like too long ago, doesn't it? I mean, maybe. Yeah. I, it feels like he was... Uh, he- but I've also seen some people say Al Wilson. That's even longer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's... Someone said... Someone said in Twitter said he was either... thinking think it went away. Something like either he was... uh tried to get it up. Either he was swinging at the ball or he has the worst aim ever. <laughs> yeah. He said he missed the dude by foot. I mean, yep. yeah, yeah. Not let's say whatever. Ah, um, I, again, I hope Bryce Thompson's not that dumb. I really do, and I don't mean like does he know two plus two. I mean, surely he knows that ejection would not be worth it. Right. He saw DeAndre Johnson get ejected for something stupid. He so. misses the I think in the entirety of the Kentucky game if he throws that. Yeah, not just the first half. Right. So, um, hopefully, might have to pay a fine for that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, you got anything else for this Tennessee game? Are you ready to talk some some of the rest of it? Make make fun of the bad teams in the league. Who else impressed you? We'll go with that. Um, I first half JG I thought was really good, um, and I know I'm not saying the second half pinned the game on him or anything, but I thought he could have done a lot of things to, to make it uh, make it easier on the offensive line and the offense. Uh, Eric Gray I thought impressed me in the run game and the pass game. You got him the ball more. Um, I thought Josh Palmer. Easy one, uh, Henry Toto man. Two tackles for a loss, eleven total. I thought he played really, really well. Uh, I, I used, you talked about that goal on stand. I believe it was uh, Karat. Is that how you say his name? Karat Garland, mm-hmm. who made a fantastic play on the. I think it was the third down play. Okay. Uh, no, it's the fourth down play. Made a fantastic play to really bust up right at the right where Georgia mm-hmm. was trying to run the ball, and, and just big play from him. Uh, maybe not a great game, but that play stood out to me. Uh, that was one of the plays I did rewatch. You asked me if I rewatched the game. Couldn't bring myself to rewatch the whole game, but. Yeah, I couldn't do it today. Did. Did need, a little needed, bit. Needed a break from it. Yeah. I mean, this uh, is. I guess this isn't really a break, but. You get it. Right. I didn't want to watch it again. Right. Uh, Paxton Brooks. I'll give a little bit of credit to him. I, th- I thought he hadn't been great in the uh, punt game this year, and I thought he did a lot of things well for us. They said he didn't pin anybody inside the five. I thought Georgia's. Third drive, fourth drive, started on the five-yard line. How'd that happen? Did we not punt to him and pin him inside the five? I don't remember. I don't remember if some of his punts were really good punts. I don't know if they were inside the five, but Hmm. it was a six. Let me see. So, he punted. Did they commit a penalty, a 15-yard penalty, and go back to the five? Oh, maybe. But that would be inside the 20, wouldn't it? No, it says Carius Jackson... He punted for 50 yards. Fair call at the five. So, yeah. Yeah. May okay. so yep. not count that as a pin? But, yeah, I, I thought he did really well. Um, I thought that punt game could have helped us. Uh, could have helped us. And, obviously, just everybody else wasn't great. So. Right. But, but it, Paxton Brooks, shout out to him. I, I thought he played not great in the first two games and probably punted the ball well. 47-yard yep. average, I think. So. Uh, one for me that stood out, Roman Harrison. Two sacks. Yeah, he did play well. Um, And that was – I mean – that was a big boost because, like, we thought he would be the guy over DeAndre Johnson coming into the season, right? I mean, we th- we thought either one of them would really push to to be second, kind of behind Kevon Bennett and DeAndre Johnson. Just had a great start to the season, other than um, the <laughs> other burst- than that one, <laughs> other than the targeting call. Um, but I I thought he looked really good. Uh, I thought Tyler Barron looked good. He had five tackles. Morvin Joseph had a half a sack. Um, a lot. I thought Elijah Simmons played well until that tried to until they tried to uh, tear his ACL on a chop block. Um, and then Bryce Thompson, Henry T, Josh Palmer. Let's go game ball. Who, who are you getting your game ball to? Game ball, offensive. Josh Palmer. Uh, defensive. I feel like I'm basic for going. Um, for going Henry Toto, but no one else. Like I, I feel like no one else really shined. Maybe Roman Harris. You mentioned Roman Harrison. Maybe, but I think I got to go. Henry Toe Toe Toe. To. I'm gonna go Josh Palmer too, just because like that that was probably your only highlights on offense. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll go Roman Harrison two sacks. Okay, coming no, in, another coming guy, in relief. Another guy I want to shout out is Trevion Flowers. Other than that drop in- interception, I thought he played really well. God,
1: those I thought he draft, played good in the run support. Too. Those
0: dropped interceptions are making me sick. Yeah, you got it. You got to finish those plays they make out. Me sick. Uh, draft Alex asked, hey guys, you know how many total penalties on us? Eight for sixty four yards. Ten for 64? Ten for eighty four. Ten for eighty four. Dyslexic over here, um, so that's not good, Alex. Uh, he also said, "What was the deal with Georgia's D-line last-second switch? Got us twice at least, I think. Yeah, it got us a couple times. Um, I don't know what that is. They do that. They've been doing it all year, so we should have known that was something." What was it? What was that it little was? switch they do at the last second? They they move over gaps. They move over gaps. Oh um, yeah. I don't know what it does for them, but they've been doing it. I do know that. Yeah, I think somebody said it. Number one, it tries to get them to jump. Right. And um, it's been successful, not just against Tennessee, but against And they Virginia think Tennessee. Tennessee is changing the play. Okay. So, they shift. Like, it gives them a 50% chance that they're shifting into the play. Gotcha. Gotta go one way, right or left? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you're right or wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what the deal is with the shift exactly. I just know that they do it. Um, you got any questions about the Tennessee game, or are we ready to go to Um So Matt Davis says, we have no ability to make quick passes. What is the deal? I'm with you. I, I, I think, think especially with guys coming off the edge, the pressure that they're getting, that you would try some quick passes. There wasn't a ton of room. You're playing press man, so I know that's hard for receivers that don't have a ton of speed. I feel like you have a ton of speed that you just got to throw out there. You just got to, like... Give yourself a chance. I mean, what does it hurt? Really? Yeah, I think I think it's a lot of play calling. You said, I think he said, "What's the deal?" Yeah, I think it's a lot of play calling. Yeah, I think I that's you got to take advantage of those, and you just didn't. And if it's not play calling, you got to make an adjustment. I mean, at some JG? point. I mean, it, it didn't seem like you yeah. made hardly any on offense. No football coach in the world besides like Nick Saban and Clint and uh, Dabo Sweeney run enough slants. And why did we? I mean, I'm sure they probably adjusted over the top with Josh Palmer, but why didn't we try to? If they're playing man, why didn't we try more shots? Well, I mean, the two shots we took, which I was okay. I, I know we overthrew. I think it was Palmer once. Maybe it might have been Hyatt. We overthrew him once, and I like that you're at least you're at least stretching them. And I thought you did some good things in the first half offensive play calling, besides a few plays. Um, I thought you did some good things to try to open it up. And it's like you just everything you tried to do, you you were like, ah, right, scrap it, go to the next thing. Yep, it just seemed weird. It was weird. Didn't seem like we we're set much up. So. You still JG as the as QB one? Um, I mean, I've been calling for him for a while. I, I would I would have been mad if they would have thrown somebody out out there in like garbage time. I really wouldn't have been upset. Right. At least I don't I don't want to say give him a chance, but like when a year where it doesn't really matter anyway. Right. Like why don't you? Tr- I don't, I don't know how much Harrison Bailey's actually practiced. I know he's been out a lot um, due to the coronavirus. So I, I'm hoping that he got a lot of work today right. in this scrimmage to maybe see what you got in him. But I, I think if if it's not him, J, JG's definitely your best option out of Maurer and Shroud of what we've seen so far. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, well, yeah. I don't know. I'm like I'm ready to see a switch. I'm just ready to see some. I'm, I'm looking for something fresh now. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Just, I don't know how people keep lucking into just getting some no name guy and being good. Like Kyle Trask was a three star barely. He probably could have been a two star with his rating on two four seven. Stetson Bennett was a walk on that went the JUCO route and then went back to Georgia. Yeah, I mean. And Stetson Bennett is not all-world. I'm not saying no. that. He played good enough to win, though. You, you know what you get out of him. He's not going to make a ton of mistakes. Um, he can make some plays he, with his legs. He should have made some mistakes yesterday. Tennessee just didn't make him pay for it. Yep. Yep. So. And when you got a defense like that, it, it's a lot easier just, like, don't lose the game. Right. So, right. How do you give out game ball and a loss? Because uh, we're a Tennessee podcast, and we're talking <laughs> we, about Tennessee We players. give game balls all the time. Um, if you want. Georgia to give game balls. Go to a Georgia podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Matty. I appreciate the question. Um, Alex asked another question. No problem, dude. We love answering questions. He said, do you think Tim Jordan would have made a difference in a game like this? Um, I mean, no, because we didn't run the ball. Um, but also, I just, I don't know. He, he's, he's not a... He didn't I break a thought, lot of tackles for I you. think he got the title of starter a couple times last year, but I don't think he was ever the best back on the team. So I mm-hmm. just... I don't know. I mean, he might have made at least a couple defensive linemen. You know, he might have shed a couple tackles, but I don't think enough to make a big difference now. I don't think he was big enough to run through arm tackles. No. Um, he Could he have made an impact? Maybe. It's I, possible. But I don't think any more than Eric Gray or Todd Chandler. No, no I, don't, um, I don't think so either. And then we certainly didn't. We weren't going to give it to him if he was on the team. So Yo, what is up with Georgia playing Zemir White over McIntosh? McIntosh is – uh, uh, Is that right? No, it's um, Kendall Milton. Milton. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why I was saying Macintosh. I don't know. Is that another one too? Macintosh did run the ball well. I don't know who people were more impressed with, but Milton had more yards. But yeah, like, the, I mean, those two backs look way better than Zemir White. I just can't, I mean, yeah. They're, they gave it, they moved the ball around though again. But I think in a game like that, you need a bigger back when you have those kind of defensive linemen to run through. Yeah. Arm tackles and well, that, we just—that's just what don't Alex really just said. That. He said I was feeling like Ty and Gray are small. Yeah, they are a little bit on the smaller but side. But Tim Jordan wasn't much bigger. No, and then by the time he did size up, I don't think it was a healthy. Yeah. <laughs> if you saw his last picture we've seen of him, yeah. so yeah, I mean, maybe you know, again, he might have helped out. I just don't know. Eric Gray runs downhill pretty well, a little bit better than Todd Chandler. Um, so yeah, he definitely could have helped. I I don't know, but you do have a guy who's what 6'4", 230 on the yeah. roster. Um, that i think if you're looking for a bruiser i know he's a freshman but he's the biggest guy you got maybe look to him soon yeah i'm looking for this kind of offense just be more adamant of just playing playing your best guys not like not worrying that how young they are you just because they're freshmen yeah. you do it on defense right. right i mean why why not just see what they can do i don't just know just run the damn ball run it all right college football College football. Let's do it. Obviously, Tennessee dropped their game to number three, Georgia, 44-21. to We didn't drop that much in the rankings. Not, Not I, as much as you probably thought. I'm surprised Auburn stayed as high as they did. <clears throat> yeah, I am too, because they should have lost to Arkansas. They, like, the officials are the reason they didn't. Yeah. Yikes. Yoikes. So, whatever. Um, then you also got Missouri. Beaten number four. Seventeen LSU, forty-five to forty-one on the road in Columbia, Missouri. The game was originally scheduled for LSU, and then because of tropical storms. but I think they gave LSU the honor of being the home team, which is nice of them. Kind of LSU or kind of <laughs> Missouri. Uh, so they got the upset away loss. That's big, dude. That's got to go on. Hey, to go on the road and beat a top twenty-five opponent, tough to do. <clears throat> yeah, LSU. There's no excuse for that. No, I mean, that's just terrible. Adorable. They ran twenty times for forty-nine yards. With that kind of talent they have on that offensive we sh- line... We should have hired Eli Drinkowitz. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. And Missouri's defensive line is not good. No. Not at all. I uh, mean, they're... Uh, Marshall went freaking off. But- LSU is going to be interesting to see the next few weeks. Uh, then you have number two, Bama. Yes, this score is 100% correct. It's not basketball season yet. You can <laughs> fact check me because I'm now a fact guy. I'm like I was on Saturday. Bama sixty three at Ole Miss forty eight. What the heck? And then some article—it's gonna be my stupidity this week—said that Lane Kiffin outcoached Nick Saban. Oh whoa whoa whoa! You lost <laughs> first first you lost. <laughs> yeah. God bless people. Uh, next up, number four, Florida goes on the road to number twenty one A and M, gets beat forty one to thirty eight on a last second field goal, dude. Jimbo Fisher tried to coach that game away. He did all he could. That said, those timeouts at the end of half were pitiful. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, he's. Not. It wasn't a pretty game. And Isaiah Spiller is a freaking dude. dude. Yes, give him the. I think <laughs> someone said I think they found their offensive identity. If they didn't, Jimbo should get fired. If he doesn't touch the ball twenty-two times a game, fire Jimbo. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's easy to do. Give him the ball. Uh, next one, like we said, Auburn should have lost this week. Number thirteen, Auburn uh, hosted. Arkansas, they they won that one, almost said lost. won that one, 28-30 on a field goal. Should not, that little spike was not good by Bo Nix. Holy crap. Fumbled, actually. Yep. So, uh, they said it wasn't a clear and immediate recovery. But apparently, they jumped on the ball immediately after. So, I, I haven't seen that. So, replay. they called it a fumble? No, no, no. They called it a, did they call it a fumble? I thought they blew their whistles. See, they called it a, I thought they called it an incomplete pass. They called it an incomplete pass. And they said because it was fumbled on the field, but they blew their whistles dead. So the call ended up being an inadvertent whistle and, and intentional grounding, I think. I don't remember. But then they came back and said, the SEC said it was a fumble, should have been a, or couldn't have been, should have been an inadvertent whistle because there wasn't a clear and immediate recovery from either team. Shut up. Yeah. Oh my God. Then South Carolina getting in the wind column, yeah, getting in the wind column, beating up on Vandy 41 to 7. Vanderbilt just looks worse and worse each week. My favorite score of the week Mississippi State, two at Kentucky, who scored a whopping 24 on Mike Leach. I mean, it is tough to outscore Mike Leach, and you did it, yeah, you did it. And they threw 70 times and scored two points. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Hire Mike Leach. I wanted Mike Leach. You'll never win a game with that oh like gosh. LSU if you don't hire Mike Leach. I wanted want. to pirate. That's, That's so him. dumb. I can't believe people said that. People are still people are still saying that. I mean I said some like the things that I wanted to see on Saturday, like none of them came true. Um, but I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> like you can call me a moron, but the people that said they wanted Mike Leach the things after that win against To be fair, the things you said while maybe you missed mm. you did miss I'm sorry yeah I did I did it's okay I missed too in my keys to the game yeah you, if they had done them you would have won exactly so I was setting if them they, up if they had done them they would have won so I just threw I lobbed it up to them they just couldn't dunk it yeah sorry and though uh, what's his name from the 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 chop uh, what's that oh my god the Bull Ferrell movie uh, Jackie Moon, uh, but it's not God, Jackie Moon. God, I don't know the movie. The Flint know. Tropics. The, the Flint Tropics. The dude who does Semi-pro. Semi-pro. Who's the dude that does alley-oop? Coffee Black? Coffee Black. No <laughs> Coffee Blacks in here. Throwing alley-oops. Um, keep going around in college football. On Friday night, Louisville went to Georgia Tech. I think they started off pretty hot, but dropped that one. 46-27. Georgia Tech's got a massive kicker. Yeah, I love it. He loved to see it. Well, uh, hefty guy. Stay in the ACC. FSU, 26, number 5, Notre Dame, 42. Notre Dame now holds the longest winning streak by themselves in the country. Gross. Right. Uh, I think with Air Force, actually. And you don't include them as a Power 5, right? no nope. So they don't even get that title. Nope. Next up, number 19, Virginia Tech, 45. Number 8, UNC, 56. A lot of people are saying UNC's for real, but they forgot that Virginia Tech just scored 45 on them. Boat race. They scored 23 in the third quarter against North Carolina. Yikes. Jesus. Yikes. Next up, number 15, BYU barely holds on against UTSA. 27-20, BYU struggling to get opponents this year. Almost got upset by one. (laughs) Next one, the Red River Rivalry. Say that five times fast. Number 22, Texas, 45. (laughs) Oklahoma getting back on the right track. 53 in four overtimes. We didn't get to watch the end of that one, but four overtimes. Texas Tech, 15. Number 24, Iowa State, 31. Iowa State. I would say are they for real, but they lost to Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, (laughs) they did. They did beat um, Oklahoma, right? They did. uh, Yeah. They did last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Next one. Number seven, Miami. Game of the week. Death Valley. Only scored 17 points. Number one, Clemson. Handled that one. They hey, they they had some. They got I told some you, backups. man. You did. You got that one right. I told you. I was wrong on that one. They got uh, Clemson. Got forty two, and even got some backups in to get a couple of right. uh, meaningful snaps, if you will, dude. And they they put a whooping on air King. Yeah, he had one hundred and twenty one. Miami struggled. He barely had over two hundred yards of total offense. Yes, barely. Miami struggled. Miami struggled. Not good. Not a good look. Not a good look. Nope. That conference is just so weak. Yeah, it's not pretty. It's not pretty for sure. Because I, I don't think UNC can compete with Clemson either. Not based on no. what their defense no. gave up to Virginia Tech. No, not a chance. Clemson's going to – I whatever can, the odds are for Clemson, just bet the house on it and, and, and take the little winnings. Yeah. Whatever the odds yeah, are for the, them to win the ACC. Take the over. I don't know. There's no, they're going to have no problem winning the ACC. No problem. Uh, it'd be interesting to see him in the college football playoff against teams like Georgia, Alabama. I don't know who the fourth team will be right now. Tennessee? <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's in the college football playoff. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like I don't know who the fourth team will be. It's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be Clemson, Alabama, and Georgia. I mean, it... maybe Ohio State. I mean, I guess like Florida could be a possibility because yeah, they just got to be, be Georgia. Ohio State, yeah. That's gonna be that's back. gonna be a weird matchup because like the defense and then it's a high powered offense. Yeah, a weird for sure. I, I think I think the game next week is huge. Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, because I mean Alabama's defense doesn't look great. No, no, uh, no. Someone mentioned the Rebels are gonna score on everybody. I mean. They're going to score, but they lost to Florida in week one, should have lost to Kentucky in week two, yeah. and lost last week, scoring all these points. So, I mean, yeah, it's fun, I guess, but it's also not fun losing. So, right. I mean, yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't disagree. They're going to score on everyone, but can they beat a lot of people? I don't know. I'm not convinced of it. Nah. I'm not convinced. All right. High school football, you ready for that? Yeah, let's get all to right. it. Like I said, this one got a familiar name, but not starting yeah. in East Tennessee this week. I said if I like, if I like a video... Uh, from from Nottingham, Tennessee. I'll show it this time. Starting with our boy Arch Manning. Doesn't look like his. You love to see it. That trevon Barfield touchdown was good for 68 yards, and it helped them beat Powell. 39 to 27. Pow. Pow. That was good. Uh, that, that was a good game. That was a great run. High school highlights, man. High school football. Another good week. Yeah, I love it. Another good week. That also was week, McMinn County. That was week eight. McMinn County putting some points up again. 50 to 6 over Notre Dame. Send me some plays. Send me some plays from McMinn County. If they've got some good touchdowns, I'll, I'll include them. Yeah. I'll include them. You need to see them. Uh, King's Academy. King's Academy, baby. Going to state, you back got them, it. I'm locking them win in. column. Lock them in. Of 42 to 14 over Oneida. Um, trying to see some more in here. Bearden over Jeff County, 33-24. You have uh, Dobbins been over Farragut, 56-35. Uh, Gallenberg Pittman over Seymour, 41 to six. Gibbs over the City, 49-41. Um, you have South Doyle over Halls 21-14 Go Keys keys. Um, Moorstown East 54 Sevier County 23 Maryville 35 Bradley Central 13 you mentioned Knox West 39 Powell 27 Uh, Fulton 24 Clinton 6 Central 14 Carter 6 Catholic 44 West Green 21 I think that's kind of all we got for around this Knoxville area. That's that's week eight, of high, a week eight of high school football. So it's about to come to an end. Kind of feels like it just weird. started. So it's yeah, pretty it's weird, weird to, to feel it already coming to an end. But regardless, it's been a good season. Going to be ex- going to be some good playoff matchups. Kind of. While I'm not ready for the season to end, definitely ready to see some exciting playoffs. Yeah. And, and I mean, there should be good groupings in six A, five A, and maybe even some games to look out for in four A, three A, probably. Probably can go ahead and hand the gold ball to Alcoa, save some teams the trouble. Yeah, there is a uh, the Firebirds. The Firebirds is Pro Cone. Pro Cone, yes. Are they? Okay. Yeah, that's who I was they're looking 3A? for. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, I think they're the. That'll probably be the semifinal. I'm guessing. Okay. Nice. I think they played. In, I think they played in the state championship one year, so that might be the. Okay, it so might be on the other might, side. Okay, yeah, yeah might be, I'll be on one. the other side. I don't know. We'll see. Cool, cool, cool. That'll be fun to look at. Apparently, Dak Prescott just had a nasty injury. Yeah, I, yeah, didn't see I noticed it. he he okay. was off on the cart. Gotcha. Yeah, apparently it was not pretty. Um, you ready to go with some segments? Um, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Most important of the week. What you got for me? Most important of the week. Alex Smith making his return to football. Probably, uh, uh, you know, not playing since 2018. That's to uh, speaking of nasty injuries. You're right. So, I'm sure his wife was nervous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I've got, I got our boy Andy, Andy <laughs> Bowser. Someone said those UGA girls aren't ready for Big Orange Andy. He said, "I'd keep walking unless you bleed orange." Guys, that's a man that's loyal to his team. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of women that you know most men would say no to, and he's gonna say unless you wear orange, no. So yeah, that's respect. Yeah, good for I, him. A lot of respect. For he, him. He's got a lot more respect than uh, Morgan Wallen does. Morgan Wallen and Kenny Chesney should take lessons. <laughs> yeah, they should. Um, I've yeah, also, put, put Andy on SNL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've also got a random caller that called into the Carolina Calls radio show. He asked Will Muschamp. He said, I've got a COVID question. Have you and the coaches thought about wearing a ski mask? That would make it easier to steal money from Ray Tanner. Must Champ will make around four million this year. Oh my god! <laughs> That's a what do you think that radio call went like? You think they cut him off? Yeah, probably. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. That's awesome. Oh, sorry. We just had a glitch in the system. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Um, my next one is Ramon Foster, VFL. Yeah. D'Angelo Williams. Please, hey guys, I need your help and a prayer for Ramon Foster. Nothing is wrong with him, but his institution is getting abused and maimed on national television. And then uh, Ramon Foster just comes back. Never forget, you sat out the game you were supposed to play Tennessee. Yikes. Called out. Damn. You love to see it. Called out. There has been a murder, and you are a suspect. Yeah. Um, I've got one more from Alabama. Going to give some Alabama fans some credit here, doing some little Wikipedia editing. Um, They went on their defensive coordinator, Pete Golding's Wikipedia, and put he's an American football coach who is the defensive coordinator. He was fired by Nick Saban on October 10, 2020, after leading the worst defense since Zen Scott Jr. was the head coach at the University of Alabama. Mountain Brook Brook Jr. High also doesn't want him, nor does any other team. (laughs) Yikes. Ugh. What a great, great use of your Wikipedia article! there. <laughs> Phenomenal uh, work from the Alabama fan base. My next one is Najee Harris, five touchdowns against Ole Miss, two hundred six man, yards, five touchdowns. That man went off. He wants a Hosman. He wants to be the next running back to collects a Hosman. He wants to be in the Hosman House commercials. So he, yeah, he's <laughs> he's loving those commercials, loving them. Yeah, that was. Did you see the it, one it, where Tim Tebow is it, dressed like Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> not only is it nuts that he scored 63 points, or that Alabama scored 63 points, they did it on the back of a running back. Yeah, they did. Wild. That's all I got for most important. That's all I got, too. Any fails? Um, i got to find my fail. I've only got one. i got one, too, so I'll go ahead with mine. It's Mississippi State and their high-powered offense. It's hard to stop. Through 70 times, scored two points, six interceptions. Between the two quarterbacks that played six. Good Lord. And it's not like Kentucky's defense is just like Georgia. No, they're not <laughs> ridiculously stout or anything. Threw six interceptions and only rushed for 20 yards. So, we didn't turn the ball over that much. <laughs> right. It could be worse. Oh, absolutely. Could be worse. Absolutely. Uh, I'm still looking for mine. You have any more? Uh, I think that's waiting on me. Yeah, I think that's all I got. It's I hope cool. I didn't delete this. Oh, there was a fail. The the Florida Gator guy. Maybe we can have this on their next Florida man. Okay. Thing. I took a picture of the guy. Oh, poor guy. What's he doing with his hair? <laughs> yeah. It's like a receding hairline, but he's still got like the marine cut that's like Hi, Ty, grown out on the top. <laughs> just like straight up. It's just rough, man. I feel bad for him. I really do. <laughs> I don't know if I have a fail. No, no fail? No fail. I don't think any fails this week. I guess some of my most importants were kind of fails. You know, fail on Muschamp, fail on, um, it was only, it was a more important issue, or more important, most important of the week for the Alabama, but Pete Golden kind of got that fail, too, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I've got, I've got a couple stupidities, but I'm going to, I'm going to save them for Wednesday, so you'll have to, you'll have to tune in for those. Not just, I'm not just gifting out stupidities. Yeah. Can't do that. I like gifting them out. <laughs> If you do something dumb, I'm going to call you out for it. Fair. Just like if if I do something dumb, I hope somebody, like my wife is usually the one that says (laughs) I did something stupid. Uh, That's great. Guys, I really appreciate y'all tuning in even after kind of a sad week. Um, Always appreciate y'all listening. Remember, you can get this uh, tomorrow morning on, uh, you can find it on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find more important issues. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday night for another brand new episode. We'll be previewing Kentucky beer barrel is back. Hopefully we're going to try to, we're going to try to, let's try to bring that back. Petition. it. Yeah. We don't want to, everybody get, else is making a petition. Yeah, right? Why not sign, we? sign one more? Yep. Just need your name on one more. Yep. Um, make sure you check out all our great sponsors, uh, like, like hound dogs, um, like Tennessee tap house and blue water climate control. Yeah, guys go check them out. Also, I, th- I feel like the biggest thing that Tennessee needs to do just to be better. Recruit. Recruit. Recruit them up. Get some erasers, get some big fellas, get the five stars. I think it's going to be key to, like, I know it's going to be tough to win those battles against Georgia, especially how Saturday turned out. But Jeremy Pruitt said in the intro, find a way. You found a way. There's some fighters. We got some some fighters in this room. You're damn right there are. (laughs) Guys, we're depressed, but we're getting over it. Exactly. We'll move on. Bigger and better things. We'll win against Kentucky because they haven't beat Tennessee and Neyland since 84. So we got that to look forward to. 1784. Yeah. (laughs) We got that to look forward to. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in and we out. Hold on. One thing. I'm back. One thing. I feel like that makes it seem like we have to over-exaggerate how many, how long it's been since Kentucky's beaten Tennessee and Neyland. I shouldn't have to over- It's been since 1984. Yeah Like that's real So that 1784 While it was a joke Most people are like Oh you know You gotta make up Some absurd number No I don't Cause it's been since 1984 Yeah it has So that's Yeah Not gonna happen I wasn't born in 84 I wasn't either My parents were Four years old My parents are much older uh, but- Six years old Sorry Five or six Something like You that. get it Yeah Sorry I, I'm gonna let Landon say the, the outro again But you all need to understand It's been that long We're bringing the boat in and we out.